Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Read a story in The Sun recently um, about car security. And just the way most cars now, even the most bog-standard little car now, comes with not so much a key anymore that you stick into the steering column and turn it and start it and all that, but with with a little fob. Uh, It's like a little square thing and you stick it in your pocket and you walk up to the car and the car door opens and you walk away from the car and the car door locks and goes beep beep and then you sit into the car and you press a button. Modern car key fobs. Um, And I kind of want, are they kind of safe? Because like when you walk up to it, the car goes and opens up and you walk away, the car closes. Clearly it's done through some frequency between the fob and the car and I read this piece in the sun where this uh, car security expert says the thieves were now using high tech gear to copy or snatch the signal being emitted from your key tag and then use it to rub your car and once they're able to generate the frequency they can rub your car and drive away in it and he was saying things like put your key fob into a biscuit tin at home at night and that'll stop people robbing the frequency from outside your house which is sounds a bit strange but I knew it's a thing that Liam Brady would know about Liam being uh, a private investigator and electronic countermeasure specialist and he joins me and we'll chat about that and a few other things uh, Liam good morning to you good morning BJ Good to speak with you again. Those little key fobs, I have, I have one of them for for our car, and I often thought, like, how safe is this thing? It it opens and closes as I walk toward the car. If someone can pick up that frequency, they're off with my car. Well, <clears throat> there are several different uh, methods, but as the cars now become far more security uh, prepared and conscious, like the very very high end uh, systems are near impossible um, without very, very sophisticated uh, equipment and skilled people. They literally have to get uh, usually into the EC uh, unit, and it's quite a complicated uh, method. They can also use uh, jammers that, for example, uh, while you come out of your house to get into your car, they can jam the signal between your key fob and the car and it'll render the car, uh, the key fob useless, and then maybe you might take off, um, or, you know, your car isn't going to work. And at that stage, uh, they may have a go then at lifting the car with uh, a particular scanner. And the scanner has to communicate between 
the EC board that's built into the alarm system in the car and your key fob. So you have to be within 15, probably 15 to 30 feet of the car and the key fob with a, a sophisticated piece of uh, a scanner right. to be able to read the signals. And then in some cases, of course, it'll, it'll open the car and it'll actually get the car started. Now, the common one here was when uh, ladies were shopping, you know, they go back to their car or they'll park in their car and uh, let's say outside Lidl and the scammer would follow them or get near to the car if it was a nice mark or something like that and then they could try to get the signal and immediately clone it to a, a transmitter yeah. and a receiver unit that will open and close the car. But I will tell you that they are very, very far and few between and there needs to be a good, good reason why they want to go to all that trouble. Now, to come to the protection of your car, if you're worried about that, and there's an industry out there that sells Faraday bags, that's Faraday bags, you, people can Google this and yeah. buy these from anything from $4, four euro on the internet, and you just pop your key into, keep your key fob in the little wallet, and it blocks the signal. I mean, yeah. you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned there about the... Uh, biscuit tin, that actually works because remember a signal it's just like a telephone signal a GSM signal, You, if you put metal in front of it, it'll, it can block it or yeah. uh, not enhance it enough to be able to obtain data yeah, so yeah. you can buy the little boxes and to protect your keys and, and take them take your keys to your bedroom at night mm. it's the same thing in work, if you're let's say you're driving your car, you're uh, car is parked near your premises and you're worried about your key fob. But if you want to know the real way of protecting your vehicle, you buy, it doesn't matter what your car is, you simply buy wheel locks and steering wheel locks and yeah. put them in as added security and stop the nonsense of worrying about the key fob stuff because n- nobody wants to get into a car with a big bar across the steering wheel and start being observed. Yeah, t- time is of the essence to these fellas, and if, if they have to break a lock or something, they won't, they're not going to yeah. bother. Yeah. And it's usually people like jewellers, uh, for example, that are targeted, because any jeweller or a representative of a jewellery company or somebody that's carrying like uh, valuable equipment, or a lot of the espionage cases we've dealt with, was where you have people carrying very serious uh, uh, loaded computers park up, you know, the stories about parking up at the garage to get fuel and coming out and the bag is gone yeah. and they don't even realise it till uh, they're back at work or a day or two later. Um, so it's not just stealing the car. Sometimes it's getting, just to get into the executive's car to get his laptop. Mm. Yeah, or get into a garage where the car might be kept. And they're, they're easier to do, aren't they, those locks? Well, they, 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 they yeah, if the guy now knows what he's at or the thief knows what he's at. For example, a key fob uh, works on a 443, uh, F, uh, you know, frequency. And, and you, if you just get a transmitter, well, it's very hard to get some of this equipment now. But you get it that it'll activate uh, signals that will eventually it'll trigger the garage to lift up at the same time. Incidentally, if that person, like a lot of houses now have fobs or have uh, lights in their house that come on 
because they, you know, it's on the, a similar system. That's right. when, when uh, you know, so security lights around the vehicle that will come on are very important as well at gotcha. your garage. Yeah, gotcha. or in your driveway. Yeah. But the, if you are worried about, and to let your insurance company know, which is great, you get a reduction, is to make sure that your security for your car is very serious. And that's not only as you drive it into a driveway, that you can simply have a drop hole. Uh, these are all readily available in lock shops and on the internet. Mm. Uh, if you have a lock shop in your town, for example, let's take Cork City, go into the, one of the great lock shops, and they'll have lots of uh, different samples of equipment for you. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, Liam, there's this website, and you, we were just talking about it here this morning in, in the office, and where it comes from, I don't know, but... You you pay forty bucks a month, and you get access to webcams from hotel rooms around the world. What's that about? Uh, it's a pretty scary. Yes, it's on, it's on the very serious level of uh, of uh, electronic surveillance. And if I can categorise the areas that are targeted, like Airbnb is the one that people will read about at least once or twice a month. Yeah, we had an, an incident not a million miles from us here in the city a couple of years ago mm-hmm. where someone found a camera planted in their Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I probably dealt with that uh, recovery, but what happens here is um, some landlords uh, hit, thought they were okay, some thought it was okay because they wanted to keep an eye on their property, and some did it for completely illicit reasons. Uh, where they would, once there's Wi-Fi, the internet Wi-Fi is there, they can hide cameras, and they're so tiny nowadays. We have them. You can imagine the size of the camera on your phone. That gives everybody an example for Jesus. Look what your phone is capable of. Don't look at the lens. It's so tiny. It's scary. But that can be built into uh, fire extinguishers, alarm, uh, PIR boxes, anything. And... It can be activated when the person wants to activate it and deactivate it. So, uh, you know, that's one thing that with Airbnb, people now are cautious of uh, cameras and sometimes they'll have a, a place scanned before they go to, to stay there and um, and so on. But to go back to the, that horrible uh, piece of work that was a bunch of... We, we, I'm not sure if I can even say this, but a bunch of Eastern Bloc people, Eastern countries and so on, and even uh, an issue there with China where a group of people had gone, uh, this is probably going back four years now, right. um, had booked into hotels and booked into the marital suites and so on, and they were able to obtain uh, the simple Wi-Fi codes in the hotel and they could, you know, they, they it's not rocket science, but they would have a little bit of training or they can watch how, it's, how these things are fitted or swapped and they'd go with several different types of uh, instruments, cameras, and they can hide them, get them in on the Wi-Fi system just like you connect up your exact same thing, connecting up your computer uh, when you want to use the Wi-Fi and the camera would be locked in and powered from Sometimes the smoke alarm, sometimes uh, the actual uh, lighting system or so on. And they do, in the region of 100 or 150, supposedly, and it's said that there's up to 150,000 
of these cameras for fences over Crikey. two or three years in, in different hotels around the world. And of course, as um, long as the hotel password doesn't uh, change. not change, yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's sometimes, it's very simple, they would, if they were had a hotel, we heard about an issue in one country where uh, the particular camera, when they every two weeks or three weeks, the camera would be changed. So they'd go back every couple of months. Sorry, the passwords would be changed. So they would go back every couple of months and, and just simply rely on the camera, reset the camera. Now, the problem with this was they made, this was a business whereby, um, it, it, you know, you pay $40 a month. Supposedly, you pay $40 a month and you get the passwords of any of these hotels and you scan them in and find the ones that are active or working. Wow. And uh, that was that's a that's a big thing now, and that's that was extremely active. Um, like up the last year, I had uh, conversations with some of my uh, European colleagues, and um, it's a dreadful thing to know that that can happen. But remember, it's exactly the same thing that can happen in Airbnb or any hotel, yeah. and and indeed. Um, in houses, normal houses, uh, people and sometimes in domestic issues, mm. and that employ that as a means of gaining uh, information or voice. Wi-Fi is the handiest thing ever, but also it can be uh, someone ways somebody's way into your most private life. If they well, it, well, it, it is, and mm. and I mean the amount of you must remember we, we live in a, in, a, in our European world now of GDPR. And GDPR is, uh, look, well, let's say four or five years going along. Yeah, and, 2018. And, uh, yeah, and, and to get us to, you know, it's up and running, effectively, it's up and running. And it means that um, if you have a camera, like, for example, a lot of people have uh, the ring doorbell. The, yeah. It's called the ring doorbell. And yeah. It's brilliant. It's an absolute fabulous. You can see who's at the door. Yeah. Somebody comes up, rings it, and you're sitting there uh, in work page eight. The next thing, a picture comes, a little ding, and there's the postman, there's your sister, there's whoever. And you can talk to them and tell them, look, I'm not in, but if you want to get into the house, the key is at such a place, or go ahead, or whatever. But the problem is, and what people have tried to uh, uh, accused the system of in some cases was that it's it's looking out onto the street so it can pick people up and down yeah. and they should be deducted from any video. We and so had on. a solicitor on about this a few months ago, actually. Yeah. Yes. Now, to, to be honest with you, you, you do you know it's there for security. I'm I'm by the way all pro pro CCTV. I'm completely pro CCTV. I think it should be. Literally put everywhere, but managed by people that are trained to deal with the information and so on. When you walk down, let's pick O'Connell Street, there's 100,000 people walking by you. So what's the difference? Uh, a camera looking at you, it's, it's, it's because it records and so on. It doesn't matter if it keeps a memory for a terabyte time for a six months or three. It doesn't matter. It's there for your own security. It's there to, to, it's essential. And because thieves have got so, uh, so sophisticated now, but worse again, they've, they've more nerve now than they've ever had. They're not afraid to do anything. Yeah. Um, the chances of them getting convicted is so difficult to convict anybody now. Yeah. But they, 
but it, it, the cameras are so so essential. You know, and anybody, anybody that tries to block anything like that or put up a battle or use GDPR or whatever would really want to stop and think as to why the camera is there. Yeah, uh, it's there for their protection. One one last one I want to bring up with you, Liam, with regard to holiday time, and I know it's 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 slightly dark, but I, yes. I want to bring it up. Um, yes. People are going on holidays and they're going to the beach and taking photographs on the beach, particularly, you know, the parents of Smallies, and I know there are loads of them listening to me now, and they're looking forward to getting off to Majorca or Lanzarote and letting the kids play on the beach. You'd advise against sharing photographs, I think. Well, the first thing, <clears throat> this is years old now. This, this is again, again, since the day of the camera, the box camera even. There are people out there that, uh, where children are running around on the beach and little kids are running around um, you know, just the way kids run around in the sand and the water and they're, they're running around, some of them naked and whatever. And there are people there that are videoing those kids or photographing those kids just to, to genuinely go and put on <clears throat> websites. Like they collect information. Uh, you have the pedophile industry that will collect information. Yeah, um, to, to, and it can be with nowadays with the cameras can be tiny and have a huge range. And remember, they're 4K quality. And they only cost a couple of hundred quid. So you're talking about sophisticated cameras that don't cost a lot of money in the hands of a pedophile or somebody that's collecting information and selling it onto the web. And the problem is that, okay, we have adults, you have young uh, teenagers and that going around maybe getting their photograph taken and so on, fine. But where, where it comes to kids, it's a different ballgame. And they're selling that information onto the porn sites that are I think the message is though, Liam, with regard to there are high tech stuff out there, but I think for, for people who are getting on a plane next Saturday morning, I think your message is be very careful about taking a picture of the smallies on the beach and putting it on your social media because it Don't be do it at all. Don't don't put uh, so, social media social media is is great fun and it's uh, it's meant to be innocent great fun. It's it's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. You take a photograph of your child you take a photograph of yourself and your husband or yourself and your partner or your friends and put it on social media, it, it, it can. It doesn't matter what anybody tells you about WhatsApp or any of these things. It's a free, they're free apps. And trust me when I tell you, there is nothing out there free. There is nothing out there free. My, my offices and industry are not allowed to use any social media whatsoever. We have secure, obviously, because of our jobs. But... WhatsApp, anything like that, they're all free. And you go, uh, for every, t- every time you go to do something on your phone and it get, gets onto a free app, that app downloads your phone in a nanosecond, the contents of it. And if the photographs are usable, uh, there is a uh, system, a software system in there that could grab those photographs and use them anywhere else in the world. And people don't pay enough attention to this. And then, of course, you'll have people coming along saying, oh, I was scammed, I was this, I was that. And they never pay. Open up an app and you're, that's it. Your phone is now just being handed on. It's as simple as that. Uh, one last one, Liam, before I let you go. This has come in from Terry, who's listening. His friend has an Airbnb 
Uh, how can yeah. they make sure that there hasn't been a camera installed by a guest or that their Wi-Fi hasn't been hacked? It's an excellent question. It's a, f- a very good question. And the, and, and does it happen? Of course it happens. Um, it's, it, for example, let's say you have an Airbnb down in, in Cork there, and whatever, and you have a family going in, an innocent family going in, and, or an innocent couple going in, and... Uh, there's a camera in there. Obviously, that Wi-Fi can be used to transmit uh, that camera. And now there are other types of cameras that don't use the Wi-Fi, by the way. They use RF. And if the person is living next door or pulls a car up outside and it has a range of 50 metres or 100 metres, they can pick it up on an RF receiver and screen a, a video and audio screen. And they can sit there and watch them. Now... That is a simple. That is a simple thing to do. But to have it detected means you have to have specialised equipment. It means well, you can try search and find. Some people have searched and found them themselves. There's no simply way of doing it. But search and finding something that's a mark on a wall where there's something there uh, that shouldn't be there. You just have to physically examine it. Whereas when I go in, I bring in very specialised equipment that will detect it straight, straight away and indeed show me what the camera's looking at and we find it yeah. very quickly. So, but but they, that particular listener now is part of a good question. Um, people that are regularly using the same B&B and if the landlords were worried and they could think and say, well, look, you know, three times a year I have the Bradys down and they bring their kids with them or that couple come down and they stay there and, you know, they're, they're not paying any attention to any cameras or anything. And, of course, they can get video. Absolutely. I've had many, many cases um, and will continue to have in relation to <clears throat> hidden audio and visual cameras. And, again, these things are readily available. The, the, yeah. You just go on the Internet and bring a couple of hundred dollars with you and or euro in some case. You can buy them here in Ireland, yeah, yeah, little, uh, it's, it's, it is a minefield out there. Thank you very much for being with us again. We'll catch up uh, in the months ahead. That is uh, Liam Brady. He's the only one of his kind in the country. He's a forensic electronic countermeasure specialist. He knows his stuff, basically. And that's a very important one, I think, for people going on holidays. Uh, you'd be best advised not to put up any pictures of your kids on the beach or anywhere like that. Just, do, just don't do it. It's lovely, but if you want pictures, buy a disposable camera and take old-fashioned pictures and get them developed. Quartz 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.